Okay, so before we get into why we get to talk today, I, I usually like to start my interviews with a simple wellness check, uh, just because 2020 has been quite the year for a lot of different people. So simply, how are you doing today? Oh, well, thanks for asking. Uh, doing okay, you know, hanging in there. We're uh, actually, we just moved into a new house and discovered that uh, the power is uh, totally not working. Oh, no. So <laughs> we, we have to rewire the entire house. 2020, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How has so that's gonna be fun. Um, how has uh, kind of the upheaval that uh, folks have been dealing with throughout this year has that affected your kind of day to day production work at all? Has you had to adjust to any make any big changes? Uh, yeah, um, you know, working from home uh, can be a little difficult when you know my job is is mostly coordinating people and you know talking to people. So most of my day is spent on the phone with some kind of, you know, uh, screen sharing program. Right. So yeah, it, you know, it was, it was more difficult at first when nobody knew which program to use and nobody knew how to deal with this. Um, but you know, they, we've managed to figure most of it out, but you know, this is not the same as, you know, just, being in the same room as somebody. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and all the folks that I get to talk to from the animation industry, it seems like with, you know, small changes like that aside, it seems like the animation industry has been kind of untouched or they've been able to more easily adapt to the situation since you don't necessarily have to be there in person. So I don't know, has that been your experience too? Has there been any kind of uh, production setbacks or any delays you weren't expecting? Or is it kind of business as usual as far as production goes? Um, for the most part, it's been business as usual, except for, well, like I just said, our power went out. Sure, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of been an issue for us. Um, but my wife also works in the industry and, uh, yeah, we, we mostly adapted. I haven't had too many issues with, uh, deadlines or anything like that. It's just, you know, just little frustrating things like the power going out or the internet going wonky or whatever. Exactly. Um, before we get to jump into the movie, uh, Ben 10 versus the universe, which is why we get to talk today. I wanted to travel back a few years and, you know, some 160 plus episodes to the beginning of this rebooted version of Ben 10. So how did the opportunity initially come up for you to come aboard as showrunner? Um, so I started out on Ben 10, um, as a storyboard artist, um, I had made these, uh, DC Nation shorts, uh, years ago, um, Animal Man and, uh, uh, Tales of Metropolis. And I guess the current showrunner at the time, John Fang, uh, saw them and was like, I want to get this guy on, a, on my show. So that's the, he was such a fan of Animal Man. I guess he would shout Animal Man at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I just got brought on as a board artist and then, um, uh, they promoted me to director, um, after a little bit. And then John, uh, eventually moved on to bigger and better things. Um, so he, uh, thought I would be good enough to be showrunner. So that's how I'm, how I'm here. It seems like it worked out pretty well so far. Um, when you were a board artist <laughs> yeah. uh, on this reboot, because this version is, I think, the fifth version uh, from the Ben 10 universe, from the from the franchise. So do you remember any 
particular directives or sort of any challenges that you and, and your fellow artists had with rebooting, finding a new look, finding a new style, how to, how to keep things fresh? Uh, yeah, I, I know in the beginning, um, you know, it was it, it can be a little difficult to figure out the balance between comedy and action mm-hmm. with this iteration of Ben 10 um, and how cartoony we wanted it to be. Um, you know, because the original had jokes, definitely, but, you know, was definitely more of a straight action show. Um, so yeah, in the beginning it was, uh, I think they were trying to lean more towards, uh, like very Looney Tunes. Um, but then I think the, the humor, started to kind of find its own voice. I know it, it got a lot more character driven, uh, you know, jokes like Zombozo getting, um, you know, getting defeated and then, uh, trying to sell, you know, broken watches on the street <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, uh, that kind of comedy entered in and we, we all sort of latched onto it. Yeah, I'm happy to say that in the movie, which I was lucky enough to have a chance to uh, to see early, so, you know, perk of the job, um, I, I'm happy to see that there, there's a great balance between this particular brand of humor that works really well for this Ben 10 and some fantastic action and uh, just solid animation throughout. So I think you guys did a great job of balancing that in the movie. But since... Oh, thanks. Uh, of course. So thank you for the movie. Um, since the previous versions of Ben 10 obviously had their own movies as well, how long has this particular movie been in the works were you kind of there from the beginning or when did this all come about uh i it was um i knew it, it must have been decided before i was showrunner because i i sort of got on as showrunner and i think it may have originally just been um the season finale and i think because it was such a big story uh bill Gax coming back mm-hmm. they decided to you know go go big with it and make it into a movie so you basically, you were storyboard artist, and then you got brought in as a director, transitioned up to showrunner, and then they're also like, hey, you're also going to be supervising producer on this movie that we're working on. So yeah. how did how did you kind of handle those uh, dual responsibilities? Because I would imagine you didn't exactly shut down production on the TV version while you guys were also working on the movie. So how was that balance for you? Um, it was, uh, the movie was made by the the crew like it's the same crew that does the tv show and we basically handled it like it was six episodes oh, okay um so each each board team got a section of the uh of the movie um but you know there was a lot of coordination between the teams and um a lot more than what we usually do with standalone episodes cuz you know you just don't need to coordinate as much if the you know the board one board team is per episode so yeah yeah did your kind of a working relationship your day-to-day with you know say man of action or your writers and animators or your fantastic cast that you've assembled for this series did that change at all when when shifting over to movie production were there any kind of uh hurdles that you had to clear or or was it pretty much just like you said just kind of looking at it as a group of episodes altogether yeah, it, it was it was mostly just a group of episodes, but um, like I said, it was it was more coordination. I, I know the the team saw it as a bigger endeavor, so I think everybody was really trying to bring their A game uh, 
especially for the movie. Absolutely. And and that leads to my next question. I'm wondering, what does a movie format kind of allow you to do to expand the Ben 10 universe or, or take some risky story chances? Or what does it allow you to do that might be a little more difficult in the limited space for a TV episode? Um, well, with, with a movie, there's some more time. So you can build bigger stakes than you can in 11 minutes. Um, so, for example, uh, the first section when the meteor is coming down to hit, we have that great sequence where they all think they're, uh, the planet's about to be destroyed and there's, there's such great stakes there. And I don't think we would have the time to do something like that in a normal episode. I like, and again, without giving too much away here, I want to be careful with my spoilers. Uh, Towards yeah. the beginning of the movie as well, this kind of parallels what you just said as far as raising the stakes. We kind of meet Ben. He's he's a very accomplished hero at this point. He's kind of spent the whole summer kind of learning his powers, battling bad guys, and he's kind of, he's almost bored with it. He's looking for a bigger challenge. So did that kind of come through with the creative team too of like, we need to, we need to give this kid a, a bigger challenge to take on in this movie? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, there we've made... Uh, 172 episodes, mm -hmm. I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the the team can get a little, uh, you know, it can start to feel like a grind after a while. So I think there is some level of that within the team, too, that they're always trying to, you know, one-up what they did last time. And, um, you know, the movie was a great opportunity for that. Does your creative team behind the scenes, does that involve uh, or include a lot of folks who have worked on previous iterations? So is it is it people who know the franchise well enough and they've kind of brought their own style to it for this new version? Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's a great mix of, um, of you know, new people and people who are on the original. Uh, oh. John Fang himself boarded the second episode of the original Ben 10. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's he's... He's been around Ben 10 for a long time. <laughs> um, but yeah, but we also have new voices in there too, um, on the board teams. Um, and then people who grew up with the show, uh, who were fans of it. Oh, cool. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a widespread. Yeah. It's a nice mix to have kind of some old and new to keep some of the tradition and then some of the new, uh, innovation, which is, I think is important too. So Kind of yeah. with, with that in mind, and a lot of a lot of news and information is already out there for this movie in some of the wikis and the, the passionate kind of fan base and fan following, but what are you most looking forward to fans discovering with the upcoming movie? Again, keeping spoilers, obviously. Oh, gosh, I heard not how to talk about that without spoiling <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> well, I, I think it's pretty obvious that Ben's going out into space and seeing the the wider universe and kind of getting to see the world of Ben 10 open up. Um, I think that's that's the most exciting part of the movie to me. Absolutely. Yeah, and we get to see some some new characters, some returning franchise characters. Uh, I think for longtime fans of Ben 10, there's going to be a lot of really fun moments. And also some new stuff for this particular version, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, all the different iterations of Ben 10 has generated a, a ton of toys, a ton of merchandise, which was honestly, as a obviously a kid at heart, uh, someone who loved cartoons growing up, and I still do, obviously a huge fan of the toys. So are you a fan of uh, all the different toys? And do you happen to have any of the, the new ones that are coming out? Well, you know, the, one of the one of the perks of my job is they actually give us toys. Nice. Um, so yeah, I have a couple of Ben 10 toys. 
Um, but a lot of them are stuck in my office at Cartoon Network. Oh, no. So I don't know how I'm going to get them back. <laughs> well, the good news is they should be in like pristine shape uh, whenever you get a get a chance to get a hold of them again. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Let's say without giving anything away from the movie, because there's a lot of really good teases and, and fun stuff for the fans there. What can you give as a tease, perhaps for where Ben 10 as the show kind of goes from here? Uh, season four is continuing. We, we're kind of smack in the middle of it now. Where does it go from here? What are some of the big kind of uh, story arcs you can tease? Um, well, I, I can't I can't say too much, um, but, you know, I will say that, uh, you know, the summer's not over. Uh, we've got more um, bigger adventures for Ben coming up. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely not over. That's a good tease. Uh, I think this is going to be my last question for you today before I run out of time. So, Obviously, we've got Ben 10 versus the universe, the movie to look forward to coming up soon. But what's up next for you? Is there anything on the horizon, uh, Ben 10 or otherwise, that you'd like to tease for fans out there? Oh, for me? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've been so focused on wrapping up, uh, the you know, the movie and, uh, you know, doing the next the next stuff for Ben. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's next for me. So it'll be a new adventure for me too. <laughs> the adventures continue, but for right now, it's all Ben 10 yeah. all the time. Well, thank you so much for yes. your time today. I know everybody out there is looking forward to checking out the movie and I absolutely encourage them to do so. And uh, who knows, maybe we get to chat more about uh, Ben 10 in the future. So once again, thanks for your time today and best of luck with the rollout. All right. Thanks so much.